What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Three, two, one. Happy. Happy New Year from our friends over at Manscaped. The ball has officially dropped, but that doesn't mean you have to drop the ball on your balls in 2023. Whether you had a New Year's kiss or not, the leaders in below-the-waist grooming have you covered for your much-needed resolution of bringing sexy back. Join the 7 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped. With our exclusive offer, go to manscaped.com and use the promo code Pritchard, P-R-I-C-H-A-R-D, for 20% off and free shipping. Let's have a toast to a new year, new you, and a new you with no pubes. It's a new year, new balls with the global leaders in below-the-waist grooming. This year, take your package to the next level with the Performance Package 4.0 and other premium wet goods. Inside the Performance Package 4.0, you'll find the signature Lawnmower 4.0. The advanced skin-safe technology reduces cuts and nicks on your delicate parts. It also comes equipped with a 4,000K LED spotlight that will shine a light to the promised land 2023 looks to be so get 20% off and free shipping with the code Pritchard at manscaped.com that's 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com use that promo code Pritchard time to feel sexy and free in 2023 with Manscaped the upcoming presentation is a two-man power trip of wrestling podcast production
Nice, I like that. Nice. Hello and welcome to Take It to School with Dr. Tom Pritchard. I am your host, JP John Paz. Of course, joining me, the star of the show, the former WWE World Tag Team Champion, one of the greatest trainers ever in the history of the business, the doctor of desire himself, Dr. Tom Pritchard. Dr. Tom, how are you doing today, sir? John, of all the days I could be feeling great, today is certainly one of them. So there you go. Nice, nice. I like that. That's good. What's uh -huh. going on in the world of JPWA? Everything and nothing all at the same time. We just got done with promos. Everybody's doing a great time, having a great time. I think uh, this is the eighth week, and uh, so they're moving along fast. I told them when we first started eight weeks ago. I said we're gonna uh, we're gonna sail through this, and before you know it, you're gonna be going, "Wow, where, where did the time go?" Because uh, while you're in the moment, you're not really thinking about it. You're just kind of doing it. And all of a sudden, eight weeks pops up, and you say, hmm. So it's going to be very interesting. Ibsen. Hello, Ibsen. Ibsen. He throws in the best trainer of all time. Well, thank you, Ibsen. I don't know about that, but I'll take it. From Barbara. Hi, Dr. Tom. Good to see you. Hope you're doing well. Barbara, I'm doing fantastic. I hope you're doing well. Mike D. Hello, Mike D. Hi, uh, John and Dr. Tom. Hello, Mike D. Very nice. Uh-oh, here we go. He's got a Hall of Fame question. Will Bam Bam Bigelow or Crush ever get into the Hall of Fame? God, I hope so. I don't know why Bam Bam is not in already. That's that's a weird one. That doesn't make sense to me. But. Well, I think um, it would probably have to be uh, the time would be right. And uh, I think wasn't uh, Bammer's from New Jersey? Asbury yes. Park, right? Yep. Yep. So I would think it would wait for, <clears throat> pardon me, I think it would wait for uh, a time when WrestleMania came back around in uh, the Northeast and someone was sitting around the table saying, hmm, too bad Bam Bam's already in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Michael, Michael Hayes would say, no, he's not in the Hall of Fame. Maybe we should put him in. Great idea, Michael. But I think, Bam, I, I think Bam Bam, I think Crush will go in as well. I really do. I think just a matter of time. Hello, Brian Mitchell. Hello. From Christopher Juarez, who do you guys think should be in the Hall of Fame this year? Wow. It's in L.A. Um, you know, see, when I look at the criteria for the Hall of Fame, um, I really don't know what it is anymore. No, me neither. I mean, I really don't. And and I think there's a lot of things you can take into consideration. Uh, for instance, if you if you asked me and anybody in the South, I say pretty much anybody in the South, like Georgia or Alabama, Florida, <clears throat> Bob Armstrong definitely belongs in the Hall of Fame, and he is. But Bob never wrestled for WWE. He, I don't believe he ever traveled out of uh, – too far out of the south. Did he ever wrestle in New York? I don't think. I, I, I could I be wrong. Recall. Yeah. Not that not not that I can recall either. So I think um that was a great call to, to to put Bob in the Hall of Fame. But there's so many guys in LA that were that were top guys like uh John Tolis. Blassie's in the Hall of Fame. Um but Tolis was 
was the the Briscoe to Blassie's funk, I guess, is what you could say. They they just had that classic uh, West Coast angle going on for so many years. Uh, gosh, I don't really know who who who's even available or who would be even be out there. Of course, Rock is going to go in the Hall of Fame eventually. We just don't know when. Yep. So. Ibsen is saying that Bautista is the headliner this year for the Hall of Fame. I don't know if that was announced quite yet, but that is the big rumor out there that Batista will be in the uh, the Hall of Fame. Well-deserved. Another Hollywood guy. He does a bunch of great movies. Great actor. I agree. Batista deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. That, that would fit. Um, and I know they want it with the theme of Hollywood. They want the theme with West Coast. So, yeah, it makes perfect sense. I'm actually surprised Sidney Lauper's not in the Hall of Fame. Sidney Lauper is another one that should be in the Hall of Fame. I do agree with that. Surprised he's not I, in already. That's a weird one, but yeah. Well, once again, you know, we can all ask why, and who knows? It could it could be because she uh, left her dressing room in Madison Square Garden in shambles, and, and Vince never forgot it. Hell, I don't know. <laughs> That's like Bundy. Remember when he did the ads for the uh, computers? Yeah. Vince never forgot it. Vince brought him back in the mid-90s and kept bringing it up to him again that he was still right. mad at him about the computers. Why didn't I get a cut of that? Blah, blah, blah. Right. So, right. Yeah, you know, so, yeah, yeah who, who knows why? I mean, there, there's so many things out there that I, that I, especially as, especially as time goes on, I just shake my head at. Even stop trying to figure it out. I just accept it. Hey, uh, Barbara makes a good point right here. She said, "Big or crush?" Question mark. No, Doctor Tom not being in the Hall of Fame is a miscarriage of justice. Which Barbara, monsoon line. Yeah, Barbara, I appreciate that, but that's hardly the truth. Uh, my, <laughs> I was just telling John I have a great fruitcake recipe. I'm going to share with him later on, but also uh, just reading about the. Um, career I had is as far from Hall of Fame as you can get. But I'm okay with that. I, I had a blast. I had a great time. But I don't think everybody... Yeah, no. Uh, I don't think uh, anybody could have had so much fun as I had. I mean, a lot of people had fun in their life. Career, but there, was, there was no such thing as a Hall of Fame when I was coming up. Never thought about it. And I'm okay with it. She wants to know, will Bruce induct you into the Hall of Fame if that ever happens? Uh, well, we can only hope. I, don't know, I would. You, you got to go Cornette, no, to induct you? Hey, if Jim Cornette doesn't go in before me, there's something. Yeah. Really, you talk about a miscarriage of justice because we have the uh, Midnight Express who isn't in yet. Yeah. We have Ivan, we have Ivan Koloff who isn't in yet. Yep. Uh, there's there's a lot of guys who should be in the Hall of Fame. Like Olaf, years, biggest, biggest victory of all time. What? Yeah. Why? Why? Why wouldn't Ivan be in the Hall of Fame? Insane. Yeah. That's that's baffling as well. And Bruno for years wasn't in the Hall of Fame. So I think that just goes back to um, to to having answers to questions no one's really asked. But yet they've been asking me a million times. I would agree Tracy Smothers should go in the Hall of Fame. Tracy was a unique individual, and he did a lot of things that were Hall of Fame worthy. But at the same time, you know, you're 
you got to look at who's in there and, and and see if he meets the criteria. Whatever that is, I really don't know. Mike D says Luger will be in town. You think he's going in? He man, I don't know why he's not in either. That that's a strange. One. Well, that 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 could be many reasons. Of course, I think they've always liked Lex and have done things for Lex and. Uh, I think the next thing they should do for Lex is put him in the Hall of Fame. I agree. Hello, Jason. Well, Jason, hello. I know you love the Saturn game. I do love that. Not Perry Saturn, the, the, the picture there. Well, I do love the Saturn gimmick. I, I'm a big NASA guy. Pat Tanaka Hall of Fame. Um, hip-hop ain't dead. It lives on. Okay, in Memphis. I don't know if Pat had that Hall of Fame uh, career or not either. You know, Pat was in and out, and Pat was kind of Paul Roma. Mm, good question. Not yeah, so sure. Interesting names. Yeah. The Big Show. Well, he's in AEW now, so that's probably why he, he won't go. Well, wasn't Rick somewhere else when he got his second Hall of Fame thing? Rick Flair? But anyway... I think they would let him out uh, to go do the Hall of Fame. Yeah, definitely. I think Tony Khan's that kind of guy. Christian, I will say, yeah, Christian belongs in the Hall of Fame. But Gibson's once again, uh, Accent Smash Demolition uh, said the only reason they're not going in, um, they would have to give him a hundred thousand dollars. They would want to give it to charity. But obviously, they're not in because of that lawsuit. They would have been in years ago had it not been for the uh, concussion lawsuit. Well, uh, the only way they'd go in, they're, they're putting restrictions or conditions on why they'd go in. So what they're really saying is <laughs> they don't really want to go in that bad. I mean, that, it really doesn't mean that much to them because they know they're not going to get $100,000 to give to charity. So um, <clears throat> I think that's, that's their way of saying, nah, we're okay. We're good. King of Kingsport, Bo James. Hello, gentlemen. You look happy and well. Nice. Well, That's listen, I'm, I'm not uh, the only thing I want is good news in my life. I don't want any uh, tragedy. And I think, you know, we have had the craziest weather. It's been cold and then hot. And then uh, I've been sniffling. My, my sinuses have been giving me trouble. So if I look happy... I'm doing a damn good job. I think because I am because I am I am extremely happy. By the way, but I think there's some sarcasm there as well. No, usually, usually Bo throws that in there. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Sometimes he does. Are you kidding me? You mean <laughs> we really don't look happy and well? Well, I do. I know that. Okay, good. I'm happy one of us do. Mike D thrown in Kamala, Bob Holly, One Man Gang, Vrissera, Matt Bourne, Miss Elizabeth, Luna Vashon. Tim throwing in Dr. D. Oh, man, I would love that. Imagine that. <laughs> I would love that, too. I think, but I think, uh, I think David Schultz has, has uh, lived long enough to realize um, why things happened the way they did. You know, I think he, he would be, I think he'd be a great guy to have in the Hall of Fame this year, especially. You know what's interesting? At 5 o'clock in the morning on Christmas, I got a text message. The first Merry Christmas, Dr. D. David Schultz. Could you believe that? I didn't even know you knew David Schultz. Oh, yeah. I know him pretty well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
So okay. it's funny though. It's like this mean, nasty guy. You watch him stiff Hogan. You know, you watch him do it all. You beat the shit out of John Stossel. Wishing me a Merry Christmas, first guy. What a nice guy. Well, how how lonely must he be? <laughs> yeah, well, that's true too. Well, there you go. I mean, oh, Al Snow Hall of Fame. Uh, I could see that. I could see Al being in the Hall of Fame. Head, Vince nah, Russo. I don't know about Vince. I, I and I only say that because um, I just don't know that it was Hall of Fame worthy. Oh. Ole Anderson. I don't think Ole would. Um, I think he ever get in the Hall. He, he might have turned him down. down. He probably did. The horseman here, some, yeah, because they put yeah. Barry Windham in. They supposedly wanted Ole. He didn't want to do it. Yeah, and and I, you know. There again, see, there, there's a lot of elements that, that nobody really considers, and especially back in the day when there was a lot of things taken personally when Vince took over, and some people never got over it. And I don't think Ole ever got over it, or ever will. Terrence Ward. I really would love to see the Midnight Express in the Hall of Fame. Do you think that they are closer this year to that happening? I've seen uh, a rumor out there that Cornette and, and Lane Eaton and maybe Condry might get in this year. Don't know if that's true because I hear that a, a lot, but what do you think about that? I, I think it would be a crime against humanity if they're not put in the Hall of Fame. If not this year, certainly soon. And I think it definitely should be uh, Jim uh, posthumously Bobby and Dennis and Stan. I think all of those guys were, were were hugely instrumental in changing tag team wrestling and changing the way the business was done in Louisiana for all those years. And um, I, they, they should have already been in, quite honestly. And uh, <clears throat> I think Jim Cornette definitely – um, Paul Heyman will certainly go in as well, but Jim Cornette and, and Heyman were two of the biggest named and biggest named managers ever who, who, my God, I don't know if you can, uh, if there's anybody else to compare it to except Bobby Heenan. So I think, uh, the, the midnight should go in they should have been in already, but if not, and then they certainly, I think this year would, would be a great time to put them in. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Barbara's Midnight Express should have gone in with the Rock and Roll Express. I agree. I agree too. I really do. I think they should have done it when everybody was still here. 
Magazine Retriever saying WWE keeps postponing Bam Bam Bigelow's induction into the Hall of Fame. Yes, they do. And for whatever reason, sometimes they do. Now, Bo. No, Bo, Bo. Bruce Pritchard. No, boo, boo. no I'm not going to boo that, but I'll say, I'll say he'll get in long before I do. Way long before I do. See, we didn't. I didn't think Paul Bosch was going to be put in the Hall of Fame, but yet he was. He was put in. So. I'm joking though. Bruce would deserve it. I mean, supposedly, you know, according to so many people, the greatest producer of all time in WWE history, <laughs> as far as behind the scenes. So you got to get Bruce's due for sure. And brother, I get Bruce's due. Yeah, I think Bruce uh, definitely deserves being the Hall of Fame for all the stuff he did do and um, his tenure there. Because anybody who's been there as long as he has, uh, certainly doing something right. Uncle Tommy, what's going on? So glad to see you live. Who the heck is Doofus and Johnson? Is that what or Jackson? Uh, Doofus and Jackson? Your is this no. your nephew? Uh no, I have no clue. <laughs> uh Kurt, will they ever build a physical Hall of Fame? That would be awesome. Well, I think they've looked into it before, but uh, but I also think they realized that uh <clears throat> to maintain it would be uh, a huge undertaking, and where would they put it? I mean, Orlando, I get it. Uh, what is is it Disney World in Orlando? Yeah, where they or, could put it by Universal as well, or Universal. That's what I was thinking of. So, yeah, but but you know, it's it's hot and cold, and I'm sure the uh, uh, rent or the overhead to, to keep it and and, and to, to maintain would, would certainly be uh, a huge, huge bill to, to look at. So that's something they, they always think about. Uncle Tommy over Bruce Pritchard. He put a T in, in the last okay. name. There, there you go, doofing shit. Um, <laughs> there's, take the T out of Pritchard and put it on your back at ProWrestlingTees.com. Uh, yeah, okay. Hey, Mike Durbin, what's going on? They should put it by Hogan's Beach Shop over there in Orlando. That's that's a nice spot over there. Yeah, I'm sure it is. But there again, they have to worry about the uh, uh, overhead. Where where is Hogan's Beach Shop located? Is it is it in a low uh, uh, crime center of Tampa or where is no. it? No, no, there's one in Clearwater, um, right next That's to Hogan's idea. Hangout, where Hogan basically owns that that strip of, of town there. But the one he's referring to is the one in Orlando. Nice to, nice area. Oh, okay. He's, well, got two maybe they, yeah, he's got two. Yeah. Maybe they should, but who knows what they would put there, and who knows how it would go. Nobody knows. Ernie Roth? He's not in the Hall of Fame? Wow, I had from uh, Ricky Brooks here. Uh, the Grand Wizard, uh, the Wizard. He's not in the Hall of Fame. I'm surprised. I I thought he would be. In fact, uh, isn't he posthumous? Posthumous. Yeah, yeah I think I he was one of those. I think he was. I think I think he was yeah, when Bobo was be. in. Yeah, and Sheik was in and all that stuff. I think he he was in that legacy branch too. Yeah. Andy Kaufman is not in the Hall of Fame. I don't believe. You know, he he deserves that, that legacy wing. I was talking to Barbara Goodish, obviously Bruiser Brody's wife. They never told her he was inducted into the legacy wing of WWE Hall of Fame. Isn't that weird? It is weird. Why wouldn't they do that? I don't know. They didn't send her a, a plaque, a post, like nothing. She, she had no idea he was in it. I, I let her know that he, that he was in it. She had no, no clue. She's like, that's weird. Okay. okay. 
Well, strange. Once again, yeah, I can't. I can't speak for why they're doing what they're doing. All I can do is observe, like everyone else. It's very strange. Uh, yeah. Jason saying they could put in a wing in the new Titan Tower. Yeah, that building is huge. The well, yeah, one. but. The but they already have stuff in the Titan Tower, the, the one right now. And uh, I'm sure they would have that throughout the office, too. They had Andre's boots. They had a Andre's cast uh, when he broke his leg. And and a couple of, you know, they, it, it, the offices were, were kind of cool. But I think if you're going to have a Hall of Fame uh, building, you'd want it for fans to be able to see and 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 something pretty cool to have for everybody to destination yeah have a destination to go to yeah the mighty hercules should be in the hall of fame i totally agree i love herc he's awesome i don't know why some of these guys are in it doesn't make sense uh, well, well i'll tell you why because sometimes um well not not sometimes i think it's it's one of those things that uh you learn while well, business is business um Sometimes there are some ve personal feelings involved. And I don't know if Herc was, I mean, I liked Herc too. I knew Herc uh, from, from the first time he broke in in Texas. And so. Did you ever see his last match against Sid? Uh, I believe it was at MSG. I think it was 1992. He basically takes a power bomb from Sid, one, two, three, no sells it, gets up and walks out, and he's, and he's done with the company. Right. That, well, that, could be, that Vince could be like, well, screw this guy, you know? Yeah, yeah, just just doing something like that. It, that's exactly right. You know, it could be that, and you know, for whatever reason, sometimes stuff like that happens, as we all know. It can happen in any job, anybody else. How come Doctor Tom didn't go in with Sonny, the other body Donna's whose name is Skippy? It's Skip, Chris Candido. How come Skip and Zip, who you wanted to avoid the? You see what I mean? You see what I mean? Skip and Zip, WWE Tag Team Champions. Come on. Yeah, yeah. It was it was the most unforgettable team in in wrestling. It's because Sonny was Sonny, and we were what we were, and she didn't want us to go in, and they didn't want us to go in, so we didn't go in. And I don't think the body Donna's had a Hall of Fame career, but Sonny. Ooh. She was the most downloaded woman on AOL when AOL was just coming out. So that's why she was in and we weren't, because we weren't downloaded at all. Yep. She beat Cindy Margolis, who was uh, dominating at that point. Yep. Well, look at her now, huh? Something to be proud of, right? Well, yeah. Well, we can't look at her now. She's behind bars, but yeah, I know what you mean. That's right. That's right. Yeah, and you're not hearing anything about her. That's why she's still behind bars until until she won't be. But I think she's going to be behind bars for, for quite some time. Brooks is here talking about Jerry. Jerry talked about Jerry last week. Check the archives on that one. But obviously, this kind of question with Jerry Jarrett turns into the topic at hand, the ultimate warrior. Your uh -huh. first time meeting him was down in Memphis in 1985, correct? Yeah, that's correct. He, he and uh, Sting showed up, and uh, I think one, one of the first matches was against Frank Morrell, the Angel, and uh, good gosh, maybe Phil Hickerson. I'm not, I'm not really sure. Uh, but I remember Frank talking about going over the match with those guys, and Warrior just didn't want to listen. He wasn't going to sell for 
a couple old guys like that. And uh, Jerry Jarrett told them they'd never make a dime in the business. Quit the business. <laughs> you want some advice? Yeah, find something else to do. But then they went to Watts, and, and uh, I think Warrior went to Dallas, and they yeah. stayed with Watts. And, um, you know, it it's funny how it works, but, um, you know, the squeaky wheel gets grease. Don't really, I never really understood what that meant until I kept seeing all these guys bitching and complaining and moaning and and whining, um, and then all of a sudden miraculous things would happen. But you have to make a wave. You have to make an impression. You got to look the part. Of course, the Warrior looked like a million bucks. Sting looked great, uh, but the Warrior's attitude just stunk. You know, made him successful, but. Um, I don't know. I, I, I think he rubbed people the wrong way and didn't care. In 85, did you wrestle him? I know you guys were in a battle royal. Did you wrestle them in a tag match? Did the No, OG, I don't think it. The, not think. OG, but the first Heavenly Bodies you're part of, did they ever wrestle Warriors no. Day? Flash no. and Justice, if you will? Wow, I thought we had shitty names. Um, <laughs> the Freedom Fighters, yeah. Flash and right. Justice. Yeah, horrible. Right. Yeah, well, no. Runners no. Is better, obviously. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that's much better. Um, I, no, I don't think we ever wrestled in a tag match. And maybe it was a maybe it was a battle royal, if anything at all. But I didn't want to touch him. I didn't want to be around him. I was around the Warrior for a little bit when he first came in. But... Uh, <laughs> but he he's he was one of those guys who would uh, uh, if if you if if he had to look down on you physically he looked down on you completely and he was just a uh, all about him. You didn't want to work with him. No, I didn't want to work. I didn't want to touch him. Didn't want to be around him. They were hurting people. I don't want to get hurt. I don't. I don't want to be uh, fodder for blade. The Blade Runners or Flash and Justice or whatever the hell they were called. No, they sure didn't. Yesenia, hello. How are you? How are you? I'm tremendous. Interesting question here. Did Rick Rude beat up the Ultimate Warrior? I wasn't there. Uh, we heard the story, you know, how sometimes in wrestling it would travel from locker room to locker room and somebody who knew somebody would talk to somebody in the other territory. And, and uh, I think that was something that everybody couldn't wait to tell because Warrior was such a dipshit. And uh, <clears throat> I believe Rick did beat up Ultimate Warrior. I think Rick could, could have probably beat up anybody who wanted to back in those days. Some people said he's the toughest guy to come out of Minnesota, and God knows how many tough guys came out of Minnesota. So yeah, there were a lot of tough guys. I think there were a lot of tough guys came out of Minnesota, but but Rude was one of those guys that um, I, I think it goes back to you uh, give respect, you earn respect, and then you get respect. And Rude was all about respect, and the Ultimate Warrior was all about disrespect, in my opinion. Um, the, the times I've been around him, he will, he was, it, but, 
look, how can you fault the guy for focusing on his career and his his business? I mean, you, I, I can't fault anybody for that. At the same time, it doesn't mean I want to be around him. So I just think that, you know, uh, the ultimate warrior was going to do his thing, but that was the ultimate war roar. War roar. Okay, that's not warrior. That's the yeah. ultimate warrior. Okay. Anyway, yeah, it's okay. They did have a couple great feuds in the WWF. I know, obviously, if Warrior would get stiff in the ring, Rude will go right back at him. Obviously, I mean, he's that kind of guy. He's not gonna, you know, he's not gonna take that from him. But they did have a few feuds. I mean, over the IC title, which was great in '89. Then they had a feud in 1990 over the world title. So they worked a lot together. And if they got in a fight, I mean, I guess they smoothed it over. Well, you'd have to because it's business, and I think Vince would would get the guys or Pat or whoever the agent was, uh, and get everybody together and say, look, this is business. And, and you guys look the way you do. And that's why you're work, working together. And that's why we're doing what we're doing. So um, I think they, they both understood they could make money this way. But then again, that didn't solve the problem or dilemma when you came back and the guy is, you know, complete Looney Tune and uh, doesn't want to listen or can't listen or doesn't want to learn or can't learn. You know, the, the ultimate he he worked with uh, Andre, the ultimate warrior did, and uh, <laughs> Warrior slammed Andre too. It's a work, Dan. It's a work. If Andre didn't want to be slammed, he wouldn't slam. Uh, and I, I don't think anyone's knocking a true legend, the ultimate warrior. I think that we're just stating facts. And I knew him, and you didn't, so there. What is that Andre story? Because I know Andre, according to Heenan and a bunch of other guys, had to knock him out on a house show once for getting yeah. a step with him. Wouldn't do that on TV, obviously, you know, because he doesn't want to, like, hurt the guys, you know, what, what Vince is doing with him. But he well, apparently well, no, knocked him out on a house show. Yeah, I, I think it was just Warrior being stupid and clumsy and careless and didn't care to learn, didn't give a damn about learning because he was a star. And he did it with everybody. So Andre just says, okay, you want to play that way? Have this. You want to do this? Have this. So that was it. Scorch. I like the music video the Warrior was in with Phil Collins. Yeah, good stuff. For sure. Good stuff. Well, that was interesting. Yeah. It's, no, I don't even know how that how that came about, but yeah. The power of the ultimate warrior, of course. Yeah, he's the a big power star. of the ultimate warrior, yes. Of course it was. Ipsen wants to know, when was the first time you met him? Initial impressions on the gimmick. I'm guessing like we're talking about 85, right? Uh, in Memphis. And we were staying, I think, um, most of the guys were staying at that time at, at, at a day's end off – Murfreesboro or somewhere off the, close to downtown Nashville. And uh, Sting was a little better, but not much at that time. But the Warrior was a complete jerk from the beginning. Just didn't didn't fit in, if you will. And he, he wanted to make it clear he didn't fit in in that territory because Memphis was kind of goofy. Memphis has always been goofy doing those crazy gimmicks, and I don't think he was digging it. 
Um, and then again, I think talking to Jerry Jarrett, he probably looked down on Jerry as a, uh, a hillbilly promoter in this hillbilly state. And I'm a star from California, and uh, you guys just don't know what you got. And, and that proved to be true. They didn't know what they had, but they knew where to send him because if he couldn't learn and watch territory, then he wasn't going to learn because Bill knew how to use uh, big guys and take big guys and, and make them better <clears throat> or find the potential and then hone it in. But uh, Warrior went to Dallas because I don't think he could get along with Watts either. He, he didn't want to do a job for Watts. Couldn't understand why he had to do a job for this old guy. And he didn't get the business. I mean, not at the beginning. And it, it served him okay later on. But here's the, here's the sad irony, I think. Uh, going into the Hall of Fame and watching him with his, his acceptance speech and sweating, and he looked terrible. He looked bad. It was, it was obvious. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. If you, if you had any, any sense of what you were watching, it was obvious he wasn't well. And then the next night, just to make that speech, and it was, it was like a movie. The next, the next day, he, he, he passes away. How does that... You know, he, he had his whole life ahead of him to be this now this grand ambassador and to learn from the way he was before. Kind of like Luger did. Man, I watched um, the biography on Luger over the weekend. And, you know, Lex, he, he, he didn't like people. And he wasn't very personal, didn't connect very well. He, the, the Lex Express was a bust because he... He, you know, he wanted to go to the gym. He he, he needed, he had his schedule and, and it was kind of interrupting his life and, and all this other stuff, but he didn't understand what, what the, the flip side was, what the other, other side of that coin was. He just wanted it his way. And I saw some of the, you know, in, in, in on the biography, they show where he yelled and that kind of, he just, he, he says something to the fans about don't talk about a second rate, wrestling company or whatever it was. He, he was just demeaning and grudgingly being there, signing autographs. He just wasn't, he wasn't very genuine with fans. And um, the same thing with Warrior. Now, now, now Lex, 
after all he's been through, you know, he's grateful to be alive. He's grateful for what he has. And that was ahead for Warrior, hopefully. But <laughs> the next morning he drops dead. How, how did, you know, how long does it take before we learn? All of us. But it took him a while. Maybe he was on, on board to, to be grateful for what he had, grateful for what the fans made him. Because without the fans, who's going to be cheering and, and you know, uh, crying their eyes out when the Ultimate Warrior comes out? Nobody. So I think maybe he might have realized that his life has been a pretty good life. And he lived a pretty good life. And uh, I think he's coming around. Who knows? Doing my best has a pretty good point here. Oh, the warrior didn't go around telling everybody how awesome they are. He didn't stroke your ego, Doc. It's like, that's no, it's not what I'm saying. <laughs> not what I'm saying at all, moron. Um, I'm saying he was a jack off to everybody. And there's a point of decency. There's a point of just courtesy. Um, it's not about ego. It's not about anything like that. If you ever met him, idiot, you would know. But obviously, you don't know, so you're not doing your best. And I'm sorry. I don't feel like hearing that bullshit tonight. Ibsen wants to know, did he have his own locker room? Yeah, he did. That's good for him. A few guys did, right? Uh-huh. Yes, he Mega did, but that was a culture back then. Yeah. Mega Mouse Spike, Ultimate Warrior recklessly dropped Brother Love on his head and cracked several of his teeth. Bruce has disliked him ever since. Is that true? I don't know that to be a fact at all. I've never heard that one. So I don't know that to be a fact. Hmm. I know <laughs> that he did complain at one point about him injuring him, but yeah. Well, it, you know, it, it very well could be, but here's the thing. There are certain people in this business who are just idiots and jerks. And um, then it takes something in life to change you. So it, it, it just had to do with he treated everybody like shit. And... If that's the way you're going to treat people, then so be it. You, you make your bed and lie in it. I've, lied, I've, lied, I, I've been laying in my bed for a while, and I made my bed a long time ago. And that's why I don't give – I really don't give a damn what a whole lot of people say. In fact, I don't care what anybody says. Did he make money off the comic books or the Warrior University, do you think? <sighs> uh, that I don't know because I don't know what he would have taught them at the Warrior University to keep them staying or coming back. Once you do that, once you offer a school or somewhere to come to learn, uh, you find out it's not as easy as it looks. And you got to have some content. You got to have something to give them. So I, I don't know that he had that much to give them. You, you, you got to know something to be able to teach it. With Warrior, though, I do think – that he's probably better than we may give him, uh, I don't know, maybe give him credit for him. You think? He was great in, in, in big matches. I, Every I, WrestleMania, I, he was awesome. I give him all the credit in the world for being able to uh, have that charisma shine, go to the ring, and do what he did. I'm not saying he wasn't a tremendous performer. But as a human being <laughs> backstage, there were times when he was unbearable. 
um, for certain people. I wasn't around him that much. I just saw the way he treated people and remember the way he treated people backstage. Then when you go to the ring, it, it's it's like um, I, I enjoy uh, watching great guitarists and great musicians perform. But I've also met some after the show, uh, and I understand, man, it's after the show. You're tired, you're done, it's your job, that's all. I get it, I understand it. Same thing with the warrior. But when you're, you're back there and people are trying to help you, and you scoff it off and, and you're green, I'm talking about in the beginning especially, you're green and people are trying to give you uh, some helpful hints, at least have the common courtesy to listen, try it, because you're in a business you know nothing about. You've been training California with that group, and now they're trying to get you out in the main population of wrestling, and you don't want to listen to the guys that you're about to work with. Okay, then don't. But then don't bitch if uh, things don't go your way. Well, Vince saw something in him. Vince sure, no, a lot. No doubt he was a huge star. I'm not saying he was not a huge star. I'm, I'm talking purely about treating oh, people with respect, treating people and, and being a decent human being. When you're in that spot as the ultimate warrior was, Hulk Hogan did a great job meeting fans and, and treating people with respect. That's all. I mean... I'm not saying you have to be a great human being to be a great performer, but you have to give it to the guys. Let's let's talk about Hogan for a minute. Here's a guy who had every right, every reason to be a prima donna. Every reason. He changed the business before the warrior even came along. Then the warrior comes along and believes he's the end-all, be-all, or be-all, end-all, however you say it. But Back in the back, if people tried to help him, which I think eventually they just stopped, and he didn't want to hear it because he knew everything. Nobody knows everything. And that's that's the only thing I'm saying. What do you think about Hogan, fair and square, WrestleMania six, losing right in the middle to Warrior, really putting him over? Okay. Why would, did Warrior do that for anybody? Hmm, good question. A straight up, straight up job. I don't know, actually. I got yeah. So yeah. ask yourself Just that. Slaughter, did, did, slaughter beats him, but Savage. Yeah. Okay, right. So, so I mean, Hogan passed the torch. I don't. I dare say I don't think the Warriors' reign was as impressive as they thought it was going to be. Because once you've seen the Warriors shake the ropes and blow up, you've seen Warriors shake the ropes and blow up. Uh, that's just my opinion. Um, when he, when he, look, when he came back and had the match with Hunter, what was that? WrestleMania 12. What was that? 12. Okay. Um, I, I think he was trying to make amends or at least be better than he was the last time because he's seen the change and seen there were different people in the locker room and, personnel changed and the ones who were there had had changed through the years too and he, i think he was realizing he needed allies and i think he was looking for allies 
And maybe it was Hunter, maybe it was Sean, maybe it wasn't. But uh, I don't know. I, I think as a performer, he was one of those guys. But as uh, somebody, when you look back and say, you know, he was uh, one of the boys, no. Then he separated himself. Not that that's a bad thing at all. Not that that's a bad thing at all. But in my opinion, I also think he talked about things um, in a hypocritical way at times. And I don't even want to go. I shouldn't even go there. But when you're in that position, the Hogan, the Warriors, the Bret Hart's, the Savage, <laughs> uh, the Roman Reigns, um, those, those positions carry a lot of responsibility. And uh, I just think the warrior had had taken it upon himself to make himself number one priority, and that's cool. But he didn't know how to do the other stuff, like a Hogan, you know, or a Piper. If Piper talked to anybody, they were the only ones in the room. They were the only ones in the world if if if, if it really come down to it, because he paid attention. You know, he was that kind of guy. He was that kind of performer. Uh, Hogan, the same way. He he knew, you know, people may not remember what you say, but you remember how you said it and how you made it feel. Well, same thing with Warrior, you know. Uh, Bret Hart tells a famous story about the kid, make a wish, and Warrior wouldn't come out to see him, runs past him, going to the ring, runs back, going, you know, back in the locker room and leaves. It doesn't say anything, you know. You, if you're going to be a, a character, a cartoon character, let's just say it, call it what it is, larger than life, go out and you have children, young kids, idolizing you, just want, just are shaking to meet you, and 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 then they see how you really are backstage. I, I don't. That's not a hero. That's that's not what he's portraying in the ring. So he no he he was definitely charismatic. He was definitely one of those guys that people got behind and and to this day shake the ropes and and want to do some of his mannerisms. But when it comes right down to it, that that's they talk about uh, in WWE they put smiles on people's faces. Well, that's the mantra that that the the guys coming up today should learn and should follow. Because if it's not for the fans, not for the people paying to see you, then you're not making any any money, and you're working for not. Barbara wants to know: Didn't Warrior hold up Vince for money, like half yeah, a million? I don't think it was half did. a million, but it, he he did hold him up. SummerSlam '91. I think he did. Yes, match and made in hell. He wouldn't go out there. It was Hogan and him against the Triangle of Terror, Adnan, Mustafa, and Slaughter. He wouldn't go out there unless Vince agreed to pay him. I think it was one hundred and fifty k, if I remember correctly. But that was the story. Vince said yes. He went out there as soon as he came back. You're fired. And then obviously, you know, the rest is history. There, he ends up coming back again, getting fired again, coming back again. You know, and, and, and nobody knows the other side of the story either. I get all that, but but it's just. My personal experience um, is my personal experience, and I can only speak from that that seat. Well, to his defense, though, he's one of the very few guys to actually beat them in court. Like, you know, how many millions of these guys have sued WWE and, and Vince over the years? 
Oh, I know Jesse Ventura won, didn't he? Ventura, Warrior. There's somebody else I'm forgetting. There's only there was one other guy at least, you yeah. know. So I mean, yeah, he but but that and that's that's great. And and it's fine. And I'm not not saying he shouldn't have done that. I'm not saying any of that. But what I'm saying is um his attitude was really lacking back then, in my opinion. Um, Bo James it says, "Watch your mouth talking about Tennessee wrestling." I think that was uh, from from before. Interesting. Wait a minute. Now hold on here. What did I say about Tennessee wrestling that could be considered derogatory or out of line? I don't know, but you know how he loves his Tennessee wrestling. I mean, he's a well. Who doesn't? I'm listen. I'm from. I live in Tennessee now, and I I can appreciate Tennessee wrestling. But I don't know what. No, I'm not saying he wasn't cool, Dan. And you're missing the point. I don't know that I didn't say the other warrior wasn't cool. He looked great. He he was a cool superhero. But it's kind of like um, uh, if you've watched The Boys, what was the guy who's the Flash in the, in the Boys? You haven't watched The Boys, have you? No, it's awesome. I love that. Show. Okay, what what's the name of the guy who's you're talking about? Homelander, the guy that's the USA. Guy no, that... I'm talking. I'm, ta I'm talking about the guy who was Flash, who who did the Flash gimmick. Oh, I, I forget his name. Um, okay, well, yeah, I mean, he was, you know, they, they were all cool, but, you know, behind the scenes, they they were. Yeah, they're they're the, yeah. Yes, they're that's heels, my yeah. point. Yeah. That was your warrior, and Homelander was the warrior, if anything yeah. else. Mr. Yeah. USA, by God, but when you get behind closed doors, no. So that's what I'm saying. He was cool, no doubt. Those guys were cool, no doubt. But. Uh, you know, you're asking me what I feel, what I think about him. Well, that's what I think about him. You have your right to think about whatever you want to think about, and I have my right too. Uh, doing my best is back. He said you actually got your PhD from Warrior U. Uh, I got my PhD from some U. That would actually be pretty, pretty awesome if you did. Barbara you said, "Take this snake, Robert." Tell the grudge against Warrior for years. He said Warrior apologized to him. And it diffused the anger there. So interesting. Well, that's cool. It made up. Yeah, I mean, yeah I, I've heard that on, on when Warrior came. And Jake said, you know, an asshole's going to get in the Hall of Fame. And Jake said, well, two assholes going to get in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> you know, so look, at that level, and do going through the the – the steps and, and things you have to go through to get to that level. Um, and nobody can understand until they do it. And, and uh, quite honestly, no, I've, I've never been on that uh, sacred staircase walking those steps, man. But I've sure listened to how it works and dealt with some of those guys who have opinions and even though you have your if, – if I was going to age in a match and I have my direction and you don't like the direction, okay, what can I do to help you? Well, do you want me to go talk to him or do you want to talk to him? Well, let me go talk to him first, see what I can do. And if that doesn't work, then you go talk to him. And there's always some underlying current. And even when you talk it out and you think it's all worked out, you watch, pardon me, you watch the match and you see it go nothing like you talked about. And, and 
you have to go behind the agent's back or whoever it is, sometimes your opponent's back. And I think that's was more prevalent even back then in the back in the day than it is today. I'm sure it still happens today, but that's just the nature of the beast. And I'm not saying Ultimate Warrior wasn't cool. I'm not saying Ultimate Warrior didn't draw. I'm not saying he wasn't a great persona and character. What I'm saying is afterwards, um, he lacked what some of the guys had, like a Hulk Hogan who understood his role, understood where he was a hero to, to so many people, not just kids, um, some adults, some people who just saw this guy and, and fell in love with the character, fell in love with the person, fell in love with the, uh, a guy who was who had his own demons, had his own personal problems, had his own family to look to. And, and my God, if you look at the things that happened to Hulk Hogan through the years, he refused to do things and, and all that stuff. Not, not always the most popular guy in the room either, but we weren't talking about Hogan. We were talking about the warrior. Hogan made money for all those guys, so they can't yes, really say much. Yeah, they can't say much. Um, Ragu had his first comic. It was a thesis for Destrucity, which is uh, his great little saying there. Remember, he used to always say Destrucity. <laughs> I was like, I'm, I'm uh, familiar with this. Yeah, I had a, yeah. I had a, uh, a young student who studied Warriors Destrucity to the letter. Wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Wow, awesome. Not saying he wasn't. Look, Warrior was influential. And no doubt. And, and Tunner did a job for him because it was what Vince wanted. And uh, I thought, or I, I think they all thought Warrior was a changed man, going to come on board now. We can do business. So. Hey, everyone always talks about the curtain call May 19th. It, you know, it sold out MSG. They did really well that night. Uh, I hate to break to everybody. It had nothing to do with Michaels, the click, or any of those guys. The only person that was advertised for that show that they promoted was the Ultimate Warrior. So Michaels yeah. takes the credit because he was champion. He was drawing terribly before that. They put Warrior on the poster, said his return to MSG, first time in four years, come back to MSG. And sells it out. So yeah, I got to give him a little bit, little bit of credit sometimes. You know, you just, you just don't like Shawn Michaels. Well, he was not a good draw as champion. Let's be honest. That's why they broke. Well, neither in with <laughs> neither was the Ultimate Warrior. Yeah, I but, but I guess there's levels to this where Warrior was a better draw. Plenty of levels to it. That's what he was. No Hogan. Yeah, we, yeah. we could we could we could take it to whatever level we want to go to. We can argue about this level. Then we go to that yeah. level. We go to this level. Is it? I I get it, but um. There, there are some guys who, who just, you can't help but want to see them. I worked in Memphis with two guys from Warrior University, Lance, Lance Jade and Bobby Bronze. Wow, is that true? Bo James worked with I think Bo Warrior James is telling a complete out-and-out out lie now. I think Bo James is just lying. I don't, <laughs> think he, I don't think he even knows. Alpha Male wants to know, what, what did Warrior bench? What was his uh, max? I never worked out with a warrior, so I have no idea what his max was. 
he was pretty jacked. I would imagine it'd be pretty high, probably maybe 500 pounds or something. I don't know for sure, but well, at least I, I, I think he probably got about 959 pounds. He's you know that jacked. I don't know. I don't have a clue, man. He just he, he look. He was dedicated, no doubt. He was the guy uh, who who would certainly work out in uh, uh, after the show. You know, two, three in the morning. I know he and Vince were, would work out occasionally. So there's no doubt he was he was that guy, and he was the guy, especially for that time, who was a walking, talking superhero, and uh, coming out shaking the ropes. He was different than anybody else, and uh, yeah, he was a real life superhero, no doubt, no doubt, but. Once the lights were off, and he became a complete asshole. Daniel Cooper wants to know, did Rick Rude slap him? We were talking about this earlier. I believe so. I believe there was an, an altercation between those two boys. Could be. And, and again, I think Warrior, once he found out who he's messing with, went, oh, wait a minute. I don't know if I want any of this. Just my perception. I wasn't there, so I don't know. Vince liked his body, yeah. Like a lot yeah. Of people, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, a lot of people did. Vince liked his charisma. You know, you can't teach what Warrior had. You, you, you can't teach the charisma. Um, you could teach him where to be at certain times, and you could see Hogan during the match trying to calm him down uh, that they had. So, no doubt. Ultimate Warrior also has the best win-loss ratio in wrestling history. I don't know if that's true, but I'd, I'm kind of looking for maybe, yeah. Well, okay. I've never really looked at his win-loss ratio, but I believe it. To me, though, Warrior, one of the best big match wrestlers. I know it's a small sample size, but look at all the WrestleManias. Rude, Hogan, the Macho Man match is unbelievable, WrestleMania 7. You know, uh, Slaughter, Royal Rumble. I mean, Royal, uh, SummerSlam 90 against Root. He had all, whenever the big lights shined most, he definitely showed up and he was definitely having those good matches for sure. Okay. He, he, he did. No doubt. No doubt. I mean, uh, and, and, and it really doesn't matter if he could work or not. It, it's, it's not about the wrestling, it is about what you got to get people to watch. Um, I've watched many matches where I thought this is going to be awesome because these guys can't miss. But once they got in the ring, example, just last week, I watched uh, a Sami Zayn-Roman Reigns match. Okay. You're going to tell me two years ago Sami Zayn was going to be wrestling Roman Reigns in Montreal? No. I, I don't think anybody could see that. But it just goes to show you, you know, if done right, Daniel Bryan had 70,000 people going, yes, 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 yes. Sami Zayn and Roman Reigns, I timed it. It was four minutes and 10 seconds. They didn't do anything. And the people were going nuts because they knew Sami was going to win the title. They knew. He couldn't lose in his hometown. They knew from the from the when the bell rang and they were ready for it. Took it away, but they gave him the action throughout, throughout, throughout. Warrior could do that. 
he could do that. But he didn't know how to do a match like Daniel Bryan or Triple H or Sami Zayn and Roman Reigns. So it was a different era, different time. And for that time, it was superhero and action heroes. Then it became Daniel Bryan's time. And he proved that he could get over just like the big boys because he had that intangible it factor. Kofi Kingston, the it factor, man, come on. Is Kofi ever going to be the WWE champion? By God, he was because it called for it, because he got over. And I'm just saying that you talk about the win-loss ratio. You talk about how over he was. You talk about what he he shows up for the big matches. He does. He did. He did. No doubt. But there were others who came after, and there were others that, that maybe didn't have as much color to them you know, I was painting their face and, and having the armbands and, and looking as jacked as that and knowing what to do with it. But at the same time, uh, it, it all really comes down to the same. You know, you're in that spotlight. You're in that position. How do you – how are you going to follow up? Um, there's always going to be that next generation of guys. I watched – Again, I showed this to uh, uh, a couple people on Monday. The story with Roman Reigns and Sami Zayn, and then I went back a couple years with John Cena and Roman Reigns where they're in the ring going to do the contract signing, and Roman gets stuck on his promo, and Cena breaks the fourth wall and says, come on, young man, it's called a promo. And, you know, if you're going to be in this position, you got to know how to do it. And, and it's like he's he's ribbing on the square. He's working, but he's shooting. And Roman didn't crack. He, he was – you could see him thinking, but he, he continued on, and he followed through, and he got he got done with it. He, he got his point across. Um, it, it happens to everybody, I think. You go through those moments. Cena went through those moments. Everybody goes through those moments, and then you get past it, and you wind up on the other side. John Cena was calling Rock a part-timer. <laughs> he had Roman Reigns calling Cena a part-timer now. Yeah. And they go back and forth. You know, so that's wrestling. That's the entertainment business. And, and man, it takes special people to do it. And they, they, they're the ones who breathe the rarefied air. Grizzly says, uh, ex Dr. Tom to explain, excuse me, Frizzy Red says, uh, explain uh, how Dana Warrior was able to be on the creative team. He thought it was a disgrace. <laughs> I have no idea. I've never met Dana. I don't really know the circumstances or the particulars, but I I, I can't explain. What I have no idea that. either, but that baffled I, me. I'm like, how, what, how, when? Why? Well, I, I, I can see it as, as a way to help her out, and I, I would have thought that maybe she would have got there and had open ears and, and closed mouth and maybe learn and maybe be around and have some encouragement and, or, or be a positive force, whatever, whatever that is. But I have no idea what qualified her. I really don't. 
Uh, good day. He said Cena talked about this is that promo years ago with uh, yeah. Cena and Reigns and Reigns was still that babyface. So they talked about a zipper and he said it's not unzipped. I broke it. It's it's big dog. Talking oh. about you know talking about his his hog down there. It was a funny his line. hog. Yeah, it's I, I didn't know he I didn't know he had a farm. He, oh, was a hog. Okay. One final question here from Daniel Cooper, Doctor Time. I believe you need to market and sell your hair growth gene. Rare to see a man your age with a full head of hair, brother. Well, uh, nice. I'm not sure what he means by rare to see a man my age. I mean, <laughs> not quite sure what that means, Daniel. But but there's a there's there's quite a few people my age that have a tremendous head of hair. Barbara says, please don't forget to tell us where you can get the book, Dr. Tom. The Ultimate Warrior well, benefited from it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, but that book can be got at uh, jpwrestlingacademy.com. It's on the front page. Just hit the training uh, tab on the front page, and it'll take you right to order that book. It's a, it's a book of suggestions and ideas, and uh, has some drills in there as well. So JP Wrestling Academy. Com. Also can tell you all the all the uh, upcoming dates for our next class, which I believe starts April 3rd, coming up. And I know the school that MJF was trained by, Creative Pro, they use this as their curriculum there. So not too bad there, Dr. Tom. They, they, yeah, Kurt Hawkins uh, has told me that. So very nice. Yes. Of course, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Two Man Power Trip. Check out the website tmptempire.com. Follow Dr. Tom on Dr. Tom Pritchard on Twitter. And, of course, go to ProWrestlingTees.com. What else do you got going on, Dr. Tom? Absolutely nothing. We're doing JPW. Now, Bo, now hold on just a minute, mister. It's not a wig. Although, wait a minute. All right. Well, James has been picking a fight all night tonight. I think there have been a few people trying to pick a fight. Yeah. So what, did you rip the Waffle House or something? What's going on? I'm not what sure what the yeah. – no, no, I'm not so sure what's going on tonight. But I will <laughs> tell you this, man. It's uh, uh, it's never-ending in my life. So, again, I think this cold and hot, cold and hot is is, is kind of mess with my, my sinuses. So. True. Other than Thank that. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Tom. Thank you, everybody out there for the questions. Thank you, everybody, for listening. See you right back here next week for a little Ticket to School with Dr. Tom Pritchard. We'll see you next week, folks. This has been a John Paz Power Trip production in conjunction with the two-man power trip of wrestling. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at two-man power trip. You can check us out on Facebook. You can subscribe on YouTube. You can go to patreon.com slash tmptempire to become a patron and also check out the website tmptempire.com and buy a shirt at prowrestlingtees.com. Two-man power trip where the power lies, brother. We get it. You want to raise your testosterone, but do any test boosters actually work? And you should know, Test X9 does. And we show you how at LegacySupps.com with the links to clinical studies on each of the nine key ingredients. No bull, no bro science, just facts. Test X9 is NSF certified, third-party lab tested, and made in the good old U.S. of A. 
Level up your strength, energy, libido, and drive now with Test X9 from Legacy Sports Nutrition. If you want to really level up, go for the ultimate test act, adding a T-assist, a pro-grade estrogen inhibitor and test enhancer, and the best-selling sleep aid, the Recovery PM, and see why improving your sleep is the key to unlocking your mental and physical potential. Guys, did you know the majority of testosterone release occurs while you sleep? Well, that's why we put this stack together and why it really works. Stop settling for average. Go to LegacySubs.com and use the promo code Dr. Tom, D-R-T-O-M, for 10% off your entire order if you subscribe and have it shipped every 30 days. You can still get the discount each and every single time. Brought to you by three-time world heavyweight champion Nick Aldis and 10-time world champion Nikki James. And you guys, Nick developed and uses this product himself so you know that they really work. L-E-G-A-C-Y S-U-P-P-S dot com. That's LegacySubs.com. Use the promo code Dr. Tom and level up with Legacy. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts.